We read about the martyrs for Christ in Revelation 6, verses 9 to 11. When he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth? Then a white robe was given to each of them, and it was said to them that they should rest a little while longer, until both the number of their fellow servants and their brethren, who would be killed as they were, was completed. Welcome to Souls Under the Altar a program that reviews the stories of God's persecuted from the past and the present. Your host for this program is Etienne McClintock. Dear listener, greetings and a warm welcome. Thank you for tuning in to the program again today. I'm delighted to have your company, and I have a very special guest in the studio that's visiting from India, and he works in a particularly difficult part of the world, especially in this part of India where there is a lot of persecution of Christians. Now, this has been going on for about 10 years, but I'd like to welcome Gopal Singh. Gopal, welcome to the program. Most welcome. It's, it's wonderful to have you here. Now, you were just giving me a bit of a, a brief before we started the program, and I was actually blown away by what had happened. So from what you're telling me is around 2008 persecution broke on this particular part of India, and it was done very publicly. Can you just tell us what caused the persecution to start back 10 years ago? In, uh, the persecution tension was building up in that area because the when the gospel came to the tribal area, it is a mostly tribal area, the people's lives were changing, mm. and they were improving in social ways, and their fellowship and their education was increasing. But if you remember, uh, India is a full of uh, Hindu, mm. uh, Brahmin. They call themselves as a upper caste, and they began to teach, uh, treat this lower caste as the slave. Okay. And in those tribal areas, those who were accepting gospel, their lives were changing. Tribals were uh, changing in their education, their earning capacity, whereas those in the same place, the Hindu faith, tribal ladies and men, they were being treated like a slave okay. by this Brahmin. There was one Hindu priest called Lakhananda Saraswati. Hmm. And this priest, a very well-known priest, a Brahmin priest, was mistreating not only the Hindu tribal ladies, but even the Christian tribal ladies and women were very badly mistreated by this uh, Hindu priest. Mm. As a result of it, he had several threats from the underground militants. Now, not necessarily underground militant means the believers or okay. Christians, but non-Christian. They were seeing what this priest was doing, and there was a threat constantly that we warn you not to mistreat the tribal women. If mm. you continue to do that, we will come against you. Mm. But in one fine morning, 2008, uh, in the close to November, December, he was killed by this underground militant. Mm. Taking this as the Christians have caused this and they have killed our priest now. So they blame the Christians for his his death. Yes. Mm. And then the uh, forces, underground uh, forces, fanatic groups, Hindu fanatic groups outside this Kandamal area where it happened. Outside Kandamal, they came in and they, in a very organized way, 
area after area they went and they started killing all the christian leaders pastors evangelists so they targeting the, the leaders uh, they targeted first the leaders mm. so that if the tar- leader is targeted and killed then the tribals are very innocent they follow their leader very closely mm. now if the leader is killed then the tribal leaders people are they are way yes they wayward. can't they can't follow anybody so easily they can be threatened and can be forced to come back to the hindu faith mm. they were driven out from their own land their earning capacity in the farming capacity they were snatched out from them okay. so they are thrown into jungle and they were not allowed to come in and immediately where the relief camp government had opened up during this persecution which was very visible Mm. villages after villages were burned and churches were destroyed people were killed and then they were thrown out to the jungle they ran after and when these people were allowed to come into the relief camp even the relief camp was not safe the food that was being given was poison water was poison mm. and then people began to die and they even people in this depression and in uh, sad situation they had to run away from the uh, even the relief, relief camps, camps weren't safe near for them it anymore it was not safe because it was a very easy if there are uh, 5000 10000 are staying there in one relief camp you, you where the food is being cooked you put little poison or something then immediately people will die mm. well they they had several attempts they had taken to kill like that in mass and even the hospitals were not safe because the hospital all the hindu doctors and they they they, they were not welcoming these people now they were left into their own hand to go around to the jungle area and settle mm. now this area where the persecution broke out except the rainy season the water was a problem for 9 months now what will happen if they suppose a group of people struggled and went and settled down somewhere in the hilly area then when they are coming walking several kilometers to take water in from a village well that village is a hindu village mm. they were not allowed to come in they said that you are a caste community persecution has come there because you are caste people we will not allow you to come and take from our village well the water and then if you have to come and take water then you have to convert back to hinduism mm. then only will allow then only will allow you to come back to the, your own land yes. but these tribals were so strong in faith even the persecution came upon them they were uh, not willing to uh, compromise, uh, compromise. yes at one point my elder brother uh, had gone into taking some relief uh, material to certain area and they, he had already sent the people to see where the people are hiding so that they can go and give some relief and quickly come out because if anybody was spotted during this persecution time taking relief or handing over relief then he would immediately be shot dead not only by police but by these fanatic groups also so my elder brother has gone over there and then he said that he spotted some ladies were old ladies were hiding in one place and then he the he spotted three ladies one is 80 years old another 75 years another 65 years they were hiding then he said why are they he was searching here and then suddenly he saw three hands like a snake rising above the grass long grass area and they were shaking their hands like this then he ran over there he said i am searching 
for a long time because I have to hand over and go away. Now they say that, son, don't you know that you have risked your life and you have come to us? If anybody sees you, they will literally kill you. Mm. They won't let you go. Yes, it is true. For last 10 days, we haven't ate anything. All really? that we are eating is this grass and roots we are eating. Mm. There is no clothes on our body for last 15 days. And we are hiding under this uh, long grass so that we will protect ourselves from the people who are hunting us. Mm. Then they said that we have nothing to give you. Even our tears that is on our cheeks will not help you. Mm. But allow us to do something. They held on to my elder brother's leg. And they began to lick her, uh, his uh, dirty, muddy uh, feet in their own tongue. Said, oh. this is the only thing we can give you, son. And they, my elder brother comes back and say, Asit, my mind is blown up because I saw my mother being persecuted in naked for 10 days, 15 days, no food. And my mother is licking my own face. It's my mother. Mm. How can you be so intolerant to this? Wow. And then this persecution went on and there are people who are not allowed to come back to their own land. They are not allowed to come back to their own business, nor their children were allowed to be admitted in the school because for identification, they have to go back to the village leader and say that, that they are from that village. Uh, but the village leader, being a Hindu, won't allow to certify that this person comes from this village. If they certify, then they will have to allow them to settle in that village. And they have taken away their land. Right. No, so, no uh, justice. So, no justice. So you were saying to me before uh, we started the recording that there's a fourfold approach. First of all, they attack the leaders, they kill the leaders, yes. and then the, the, the sheep are without a shepherd, so to speak. Right. Then they confiscate their land because they don't allow them to come to their land. They chase yes. them away. They also impact their economic situation. So they can't now produce food for their own sustenance exactly. and livelihood. Right. And then the other one is they also stop the kids from getting an education. Yes. So it's a fourfold approach attack on these poor Christian people. And if they want any of these things back, the sustained livelihood and also to get education, they've got to convert to Hinduism. Right. That is the only way that they would receive the things that they've lost. All these things happened in 2008. It went on to probably four or five years. It continued and mm. the world saw the it. World and saw they, it yes. they voiced it and they raised their concern. But then what happened? Everything is silent now. You don't yes. hear media talking about it. Mm. You don't hear anything coming out. But now that persecution has become more wider, more intensified, and it is underground. So it's worse than before, but the world doesn't hear it because doesn't it's, it's hear gone it because underground. Because media has been completely bought by the government, who is ruling in the government in mm. the top. And then nobody daring to talk about uh, government atrocity. If anybody talks, then he is hunted literally. The one uh, uh, TV journalist was uh, uh, hunted because he exposed this dirty uh, politics of uh, Hindu community mm. and the TV and he was misinterpreted. Now, every day that evangelist began to receive 3,000 to 4,000 death call over phone. Not only from India, but from outside India. Now, how do you tolerate such type of atrocity? Mm. He takes the whole complaint, all the phone numbers that have come, and he goes to 
police, but then the government ruling say that we do not do like this. We believe in freedom press, freedom of the press. We do not tolerate all these things. We It is not from us. But then what are you doing? You are not protecting. You are not catching. It is, is very easy to catch from a phone who is calling the other end and who is the person to catch hold of them. You are not yes, doing. Yes. Now, they have a very hidden agenda. They have written to their people who have sneaked into all the villages everywhere. Breaking the church is a daily incident now. But mm. media won't talk because media is under the control of the government. Okay. Then uh, pulling out people from the house and being making them naked on the street and mm. saying that if anybody goes and preach gospel, their fate will be like this. It is a daily feature. So they're taking people who are sharing the gospel. They take them out, stripping them of their clothes and parading them naked. Okay, exactly. To, to, to shame them, saying anybody exactly. that listens to them or accepts the gospel, this is what will happen with you. This or if you dare preach the gospel. Exactly. Mm. And, the, uh, and this happens a lot? This happens a lot. I have even the video clips where an innocent young teenage girl uh, coming from a Hindu faith but going to the church, she was attacked openly in the name that she has become a witchcraft person, which is not true. Visibly, you can see that in video. But then uh, she was targeted saying that it's a witchcraft. But ultimately, the fact is she, instead of being warned, she went to the church and she was listening to that. She was a part of the worship service. Mm. Now, literally, she was attacked, beaten mercilessly, and was literally poured on petrol on him, on her and burned and may, she died. Did, wow. So this is happening very repeatedly now. Now what the India, this fanatic group, they want, they want to change the secular India to Hindu India. So they want to change the constitution, constitution. from a secular government to a religious political order. They are yes. already, there are two houses, <laughs> lower house in the parliament and the upper house, Rajya Sabha, mm. Lok Sabha, Rajya Sabha. In Lok Sabha, they are in majority. But in Rajya Sabha, they are uh, uh, not in majority, but minority. Mm. But in 2019 election, if they win again the Lok Sabha majority over there, which is very difficult now it looks like, but they, by hook and crook, throwing money, they want to uh, win state after state into them. If they do that, then these lower house people members will elect the members of the upper house. Then if they pass anything here, it can easily be passed in the upper house. Then president is a Hindu fanatic president mm. sitting there now. Now he will wow. just make it a rule saying that uh, India is a Hindu state. Mm. Then their secret agenda is only the Hindu person will be the prime minister, president. Only the Hindu person will be the chief minister in all government posts. No other faith. Either you have to accept the Hindu faith or you have to go away from India. They have secret agenda saying that 2021 we will make all Christian into Hindu or will chase them out of India. Mm. This is so this is all agenda. religions? All. Okay, but they specifically target Christianity because Christianity preaches the the equality of all believers, that all we're believers. all brethren, all brothers in Christ. And because that is something that they see as an attack against the caste system, 
This is one of the reasons they particularly target the Christians. Is that right? Exactly. And they're peace-loving people. They will not go into war. They will not fight against, but they will take it, everything that comes upon them. This is what is happening uh, against that. And on daily basis, on daily basis, they have uh, circulated their uh, rules to all the leaders, Hindu leaders, that, look, if you see any suspected act of any Christian evangelist or doing so, report immediately to the head office and then we will take against it. If anybody does any atrocity against the holy cow, then you beat them, kill them. Mm. And if anybody is caught in legal tangle, then we will give you the legal help. I have the record that I would like to give you in printed form, mm. if you can take. There it says that we have even sent the doctors into all the hospitals in those areas who are of our faith, and he, they will be having the allegiance to us. And when any patients comes in, they will even the, give the drugs to uh, pull them down in their health-wise so that they will never be able to think properly. So this type of atrocity is openly so going all underground. So you can't even go to a hospital if no. you're a Christian and ask for help because it will probably hurt you more than help you. Exactly. Wow. And these are the things very openly happening. I remember uh, 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 last month I had gone with the three friends from outside Holland. Mm. And then after 25 days of me covering, finishing that program, still I am being questioned by the police authority. Where did you go? Why did you go? On that day, Sunday, you went with uh, somebody to uh, somewhere. What did you do? I said, I'm Christian. I went to church. I spoke there. Now, did that person spoke who go with you? I said, no. He just went and attended. Sunday is my right to go to my church. I went to church and had fellowship. Mm. Now, how much thoroughly they're asking me, Mm. my each movement, because they do not like me going as a leader trying to reach. And I have been trying to help these widows, ladies, and uh, with the help of Voice of Martyr, I distributed 60 sewing machines. So mm. that they will learn the swing work and they will have their own earning. I'm trying to help them to even have the deep well digging and where the deep well is being dug in area where they are trying to settle down. And my, my challenge to them is with this well, not only you will use, but you will allow all our, the surrounding villages to come okay. and take water. So is access to water being restricted for Christians? Yes, Christians are not allowed to go into the Hindu villages and draw water from their uh, village well. Yes. If they, they why they, they if they come, ladies walking several kilometers, they are said that you are a cursed community. Because you are a cursed community, that's why this evil came upon you. But it was not a evil that came from top, but it was a planned evil that you have caused upon okay. them. But you are blaming so them. So they're blaming karma. Say karma is because yeah, you're, you're a bad you're, person. You're, yeah. you're because you are a cursed yes. community, that's why this happened to you. But it has not happened to but us. But they're fulfilling their own prophecy by, yeah, exactly. by hurting these poor people. Yes. yes. And then they're saying, if you are coming, we will f- uh, make it sure that you be reconverted back to Hinduism, then only we'll allow now, so their lives are dangerous. They are mistreated. Mm. So how long they can go on? Nine months of the year, they struggle for the water. 
and that is how voice of martyr is trying to help uh, providing the deep well to them and earning capacity to the widows and women mm. and uh, even trying to help to build the church uh, th- there are certain area where the people have been able to come back return back and then they in those places i'm trying to help to build the uh, church uh, building yes. uh, it is not like with a cross on the top mm. but it will be a community hall where they can worship together come together okay so but it shouldn't it can't look like a church it won't be looking like a church because there won't be cross i mm. say that i will not put any placard or anything that so and so has financed but mm. i have already started uh, four or five churches building like that and it all happening through the voice of martyr okay all through the voice of the martyr so the voice of the martyr is doing good work to support exactly. the poor persecuted church and persecuted Christians in that part of India. Exactly. Now, you live in another part of India, and you're saying it's not as difficult there. How did you end up working in the other part where they, they're being persecuted at the moment? I, I, I actually was born and brought up in, the, uh, that, uh, in area, that area. In uh, okay. that area. So while I was sitting in my office the, and persecution had broken out, the Lord began to talk to me and say that, I said, you can continue to do the work where you are in your office. There will be no challenge. There will be no persecution. Nobody mm. will come and torture you. But kindly remember, you speak the same language these people have are speaking, and my body there is bleeding mm. my body is bleeding you can close your eyes and you can stay here nobody will say no leader will come and blame you yes but the day is coming when i will take their blood from your hand mm. because you were knowing what was happening yes. you were in a position that you could help but you never did that is how i was i pulled myself and i said lord i will do whatever you want me and in a uh, wonderful way i came in contact with the voice of martyr australia and finland and then from since then i am doing but my movement is so uh, dangerous now because i am being constantly monitored okay so that's how i do not tell my plan where i am going how many days i am going i just quickly go deep inside because i am a ori same language i speak hmm. in oriya language so i can go and stay there one day two days and then quickly move away and move to different places. So my route of going, my route of returning is completely kept away. Right. Okay. So that's interesting. You're you're supporting the persecuted people. You're trying to give them a livelihood so they can survive. That's probably exactly. the most important. Um, in regards to access to Bibles and that, do the, do the people have access to Bibles? Or every, is that every... every year we have a program called Bible Plus. Hmm. And that Bible Plus, I give them 25 kg rice, some clothes, some uh, oil uh, for their cooking, and some mattress for sleeping on the yes. floor, and plus uh, a Bible. Mm. And that program is coming up this year also. Last okay. year also I had given, previous also year mm. I had given. A new, new area I am going and trying to give through the um, help from Voice of Martyr Australia. Right. So uh, with this high risk against people becoming Christians and even preaching the gospel and that, are people still being converted to Christianity? Are Many are coming. Many are coming. This is where they want to change the constitution and make it a Hindu Rashtra, and then see openly again that all obey the rule of Hindu faith and abandon all other faith. Mm. That is what they want to practice, saying that India is a Hindu Rashtra, you cannot speak anything else but Hinduism. 
So people are prepared to count the cost. They might lose their life. They might be embarrassed and shamed and stripped naked and tied to a pole naked so people can mock them. All these things can happen. They can lose their livelihood. They can lose their property. They lose their rights to education for their children. They they lose access to water. Exactly. This and many other things will be taken from them, yet people are still coming to the Lord. Exactly. I was interviewing... uh, Several ladies, one lady say, some uh, one lady with others, they say that, sir, probably we were not faithful to our God in mm. our faith and glad that this persecution has come. Because and they become more faithful as a result then, of the persecution. Then our faith is really tested. Mm. We are not feeling sorry that it has come upon us. Really? But it is, um, we are glad that it has come. We are now purged. And we will be pure more in our faith. Mm. This is the faith they are holding on to. And in an area where I'm doing more than uh, 60, 70 uh, believers are coming to the Lord every two to three months. And they are getting baptized. Are they getting baptized? Yes. Well, and this is, is that a visible church or is under, just all underground? It is visible church, but they are having it all quietly. Okay. Because kindly remember, in almost all the Hindu rule states, they have promulgated law that nobody can change the religion. If you have to change your faith and accept another faith, like Hindu accepting believer Jesus, then mm. uh, he has to pass a, a epidemic in the court saying that I, with my own uh, urge I am taking without any outside external process influence. I am taking this with my full knowledge. Okay. So, uh, when so you've you, got to go to court to do this you to have change to your religion. And when you go to the court, you know the court will, the who are all staying there in the court? All the Hindu lawyers. Yes. There itself you face the atrocity and they take you, pull out, and they know who is doing what. And then again the persecution comes over, mm. over you. Wow. So this is a, a so if you're born a Christian, then it's okay. No, still then still they, they, they are trying to catch hold of you. Who was your forefather? You uh-huh. are not born in your forefather, grandfather, or two generation or three generation. They were Hindu, so you have to come back to Hindu. That is where they are forcing us. No. That is incredible. It doesn't matter what you do or what the law says, they will exactly. find some way around it exactly. to make life difficult for the Christians. In fact, the whole media is silent about it. They don't talk because the government is forcing completely controlling the media, and media doesn't talk daily incident that happens. Mm. So is this regional government or national government? It about? is a national government, is okay. a Hindu government. Mm. Plus they have many states... By hook or cook with money power, they have already tried to occupy it and become the uh, governing power over there. Mm. And wherever they are governing the states, they are doing all this atrocity. Wow. Well, this has been a real eye-opener. I thank Gopal Singh for coming to share some of the stories and the difficulties of fellow believers, fellow Christian believers who have counted the cost and still prepared to follow Jesus. It doesn't matter what happens, even if their livelihood is taken away, even if their lives are threatened, and some people on a regular basis are still losing their lives there, although it's gone underground. And we need to pray for the church. And, uh, dear listener, if you want to know more about it, you can go on to the Voice of the Martyrs website and find out more information there. Thank you for joining us today on Souls Under the Altar. We look forward to catching up with you next time. Until then, God be with you. 
Thank you for joining us on Souls Under the Altar. If you'd like more information about today's program or if you have any questions, please contact 3ABN Australia Radio by phoning 0249733456 or you can send an email to radio at 3abnaustralia.org.au. You can also contact us on our 3ABN Australia Radio Facebook page. We'd love to hear from you.